0: Welcome to the Doggish Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to dog parents and the topics, events, and personalities impacting their lives. My name is Jason Arias, co-founder of Forever USA, the dog photography experience for you and the dog that stole your heart. And with, me, with me, as always, is Miss Sylvia West. How are you today?
1: Hello, folks. Welcome.
0: Dog mom extraordinaire, certified pet trainer, and overall amazing person.
1: Oh, stop gosh jason um no i'm so good i'm like i'm um, i'm packing my bags i'm moving
0: are you moving where are you moving, I'm moving
1: to? kansas city i'm what?
0: out i gotta go i gotta go i'm out We're with you yeah no That's joke legit done, uh, you guys. no joke when we visited christy and i spent some time looking at houses there after we got back home like we loved i'm just it there.
1: saying like i may move because of bar K and what david has created um all right let's get into this because this this space don't, is don't get me
0: started again because i won't stop
1: okay let's just no. let's just get into it with david and then we don't have
0: to stop let's go say hi to dave cool welcome dave how's it going buddy it's fantastic yeah. it's good to good to catch up again i know it's been a while it's um it, funny enough we talked to a, another today when we recorded an earlier episode um we talked to annie um who uh, wrote, Presley? Uh, yeah, Annie Presley, mm-hmm. who wrote yeah. uh, "Sam Gets Adopted." It, it was super strange that you guys both booked on the same day, and I and get to back introduce, to back. yeah, yeah, and I get to introduce you to Sylvia, who we also met on the uh, Rescued Heroes Road Tour at that same time. So this is like a, a, a road tour reunion trip today.
1: Oh, that's, yes,
0: that's great for us at least. Yeah. So how how are things going there in Kansas City? You're still rocking. I I like that uh, that zip up you got there.
2: Yeah, a little uh I thought I have something unbranded today, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> but I mean, again? You know, I think it's uh I mean per any hospitality business, uh it's it's been a challenging year for everybody, but mm-hmm. uh at least last year. But we, we feel really fortunate. We've got a lot of outdoor space. So I think people feel comfortable, they can spread out. And you know, if you just go to a, a place that has a lot of outdoor space, typically Everybody's trying to pile together. Well, here, the dogs spread people out right through the park. Uh, so we've got a giant space for that. And then everybody sing, seems to have gotten a dog during uh, COVID. And Isn't that the truth? Way. So it's great for rescue um, that there's a lot of the dogs that have been uh, rescued that maybe in other years wouldn't have. Uh, so we feel very fortunate, but it doesn't mean it wasn't an impact. But, you know, it's hard to tell your sob story when there's
0: people out there who are, uh, you know, have had a much more challenging time. Cool. Absolutely. Is that, is that the, uh, the, the music that I can hear in the background? David, yeah, are you that, guys rocking it over there? Yeah, it is a full day here. We've got a <laughs> uh, a
2: full uh, crowd. We've got a line out front uh, for people getting in. We we had really bad weather the past couple weeks, and everybody's just itching to get out and give their dogs a, a great experience. So, we've got a sixty sunny degree day, and that's sort of a perfect storm here at Barquet.
1: Okay, thank you for saying that because I was like, hmm, what is this? Is it Bark? Is it Bar-K? I love that. So can you ask someone who's not been there, tell me exactly what this masterful creation that you've done is and break it down.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, you know, really barquet is an experience uh, and it's a destination that, you know, we think bring together uh, people and dogs in a really uh, joyful space. You know, if you think of dogs, dogs have gone from the, Backyard to the bedroom, they're truly family members now. And at k we celebrate that relationship. And instead of, you know, going out and meeting up with your friends and grabbing a drink or watching live music, uh, instead of doing that and leaving your dog at home during that time, we celebrate you bringing your dog here. And uh, the dogs have two acres of space, a lot of fun play equipment to really keep them engaged and their their minds active. uh, You know, while you enjoy your time with your friends or with your dog. So. uh, Ultimately, if I had a one sentence, it's about celebrating that special relationship that we have with our pups.
0: It, so that is so understated. It's ridiculous how understated what he, <laughs> what Dave just laid out versus my experience going to Bar K the very first time. Like, um, uh, when, so... I walked in. I'm not gonna, I'm going to try and not take your show, but this was like I was so excited. Oh, this was this was one of the things that I was like during the trip. Uh first of all, we loved 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 Kansas City. It was a great place to visit. If you haven't been there, Kansas City is a hot spot in the United States to go and have a good time. Um, but in addition, so we we pulled the RV up to this like dog park and we didn't really know what to expect, but you walk in and it's not a dog park. Like it's like the tour that we went on was a total of, you probably spent 45 minutes walking us around and it wasn't like 45 minutes. And we spent 15 minutes in particular area. It's like, we walked in and the, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to set up just a couple softballs and we'll come back and talk to them. But even the um, walking in, like the, the way that the whole payment system works and what it is, like you get a membership or you're there for a day. It's almost like, going to a water park as opposed to going to a dog park and then you can go straight into the back and back into the dog park or you've got party rooms for the dogs and like these are not kennels these are like these are nice for go- like if you went to a pizza place <laughs> these are nicer than the pizza places like there's dog art everywhere and there's bars around and there's a restaurant and it's a long how long your guy's bar there
2: uh, gosh, I don't even know, but it, it is long. Um, it could be like
0: 60 feet, not, 50, 60 feet. Yeah, and
2: we've got a few different bar areas. So, you know, the idea that, that, you know, one day you spend an area at one bar, another day, you know, a different area. Kind of like you said, if you go to a water park or amusement park, you know, maybe one day you spend it at Epcot Center and the other day you spend it at you know magic
0: kingdom or something right. so, and you can see like you can see over dave's shoulder here like there's there's the art in the background that i'm kind of talking about like these are that's giant my pictures that's my dog and, that's fish. okay yeah yeah. now that yeah. picture that's above the, the bar so that that picture that you can see on the screen right there oh, well somebody was walking by see so that's like maybe oh my gosh yeah for tall. scale that's yeah so you've got crazy. people down in the dining room yeah, you've got oh, wow.
1: the
0: pictures
2: there you can kind of see i could even take this outside when we get a you know at some point people could see the park right now and uh it's it's pretty mind-blowing right now with uh you know everybody out there and the fun time they're having
1: oh my gosh okay oh we Definitely have really a tour we breaks we gotta take a quick break <laughs> yes i've gotten carried away myself so let's take a quick break and then i want to come back to this that sounds great Well, let me get this straight. So I'm I'm walking in. I'm trying because I'm trying to give our listeners like an uh, an audio experience since we can't actually do a virtual tour. So yeah. I'm coming into your space. Am I walking into a park? Am I walking into a bar? Is it like a strip mall? Is it like an airport with like restaurants all around? But instead of an airport, it's a dog park?
2: Yeah. Well, okay. So I need to get a little more granular, I think. On yes, please. You know, we always think of the experience first and, uh, you know, and that's what's most important for us. And then all of the, the pieces I'm about to talk about are, are elements of that. If you think about somebody's experience when they come to Bar K, it's not one thing. It's a collection of every single interaction and every single detail that we put into it. And, and so we try to focus on that. And, uh, you know, Bar K is, You know, part dog park, you know, two acre dog park that we've, uh, you know, used designers and and advisors to figure out exactly how we want to design this to try to limit the number of like corners and 90 degree angles and trap areas, leave a lot of open space for running where dogs can go full speed if they want and, and sort of be in that natural run. Um, you know we've got a full bar and restaurant where we serve uh, craft beers craft cocktails Uh, we've got a scratch kitchen that we do uh, you know responsibly sourced uh, food items uh, anything from like you know poke bowls to uh, I don't know we've got a great obviously great burger that uh, you know is more responsibly sourced so just a lot of different things that, that we're doing but it's not I think when you think about going to a dog park, you think, All right, this is this is gonna be like, you know, cheap hamburger, you know, or a sandwich. Right. Um, and I every- mean, I don't
1: usually think about having a snack at the dog park. I usually think about like, ah, I'm gonna go run my dog for an hour and then I'll meet my friend for lunch after.
2: Yeah. Well, and we have, so the, you know, the space is split up into a few different areas. You have the bar restaurant and um, that's built out of 17 different shipping containers that we've repurposed. 17, uh,
0: 17, 17 shipping containers. And this
2: is just the building.
1: Giant. Yeah.
2: Um, so that's yeah. 17 shipping containers, uh, you know, re- reuse and uh, sustainability is a part of what we celebrate here. You know, we have 20, 24 solar panels powering about 5% of our energy here. We have recycling stations all over. So the shipping container is just a part of that. And they're real used shipping containers. In fact, the one I'm, I'm in one right now, um, you can kind of look and see the ceiling. Right. Oh, wow. Um, and then, you know, there's, this is an office, so it's not meant to look super pretty, but um, But yeah, then so you've got the bar restaurant and there's no dogs allowed inside the bar and restaurant. So it's going to be a similar experience to what you would have everywhere else uh, with uh, some elevated options that are specific to dog people. Then you've got all the patios and dogs are welcome on the patios. It's full dine with your dog's experience. They have their own dog menu. They have a dog flight. It's like this bone shaped wood board with a few different food options.
1: Like a doggy charcuterie. Yeah, kinda like that. A barcuterie, if you will.
2: Oh, uh, here we go. There the puns are coming. <laughs> um, if I see I'll...
1: barcuterie on your menu, I'm gonna want a piece of that.
2: Uh, you know what? I might just uh, steal that. So uh yeah, that looks great. I you know what, out of all the things we've come up with, I can say that we've never nobody's ever mentioned barcuterie. So you should How do you
1: not have a barcuterie better. plate? Some meat, some cheeses, some blueberries. Come on now.
2: Yeah, I like that. Uh <laughs> But yeah, the, the patios that I'll the be right back. Are, yeah. Uh, dogs are on leash on uh, okay. patios, but again, full dime with your dogs experience. And then, so, okay,
1: hold on. Uh-huh. Cause I want to get back to this very like granular thing. Cause yeah. what I'm looking at behind you is enclosed. So is it an indoor patio or is the patio like on the other side of the shipping containers outside?
2: Yeah, patio is on the other side of the shipping containers. Overlooks the park. We've also got one on the ground level. I'm actually on the second level, uh, but it's on. Only- so there's
1: a there's levels to this thing. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't believe you don't have a barcutery place. This is this is the place that should have barcutery. Well, I feel well, like we're doing you know, our we're doing our barquet dogs. A it's going to be
0: added in about four okay, days. Okay, so.
1: So we've got this, we've got, is the bar, now is the bar ground level or it takes up two floors too?
2: Uh, so the bar's ground level. That's the main bar in the restaurant. Then we have a bar that's, we have two bars that service the, the park itself.
1: There are three bars. Three bars. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to just move in.
2: Yeah. I think that, we've, we've had a lot of people that want to just uh, set up a tent out there. Yeah.
1: Stay You've got two path. acres. Would you even <laughs> notice me in the corner? Um, okay. So, All right, so we've got the main bar level, and then we've got, like, an outdoor patio, second floor dining experience, overlooking the park. Now, are there attendants in the park so that I could, like, leave my dog and go eat? Like, how does that work? Do I, like, check my dog in? How talk to me about this
2: yeah so every every guest comes through the the same entrance um and so that allows us to make sure that we know who's in the park uh you know we can find out information about the dogs that are going in our park you know make sure they're current on their vaccinations socialized uh so no nobody can just come and like open up the door and let their dog in amazing Um, people can either have memberships for their dogs or they can come as guests and get a day pass. Uh, if you're a human, you can just come here. Like, so let, let's say you're somebody that loves dogs, but you don't have one, or you're in a situation where you can't. You can just come and hang out like any other bar or restaurant. Uh, when you're in the park, we have dog tenders. And the dog tenders are you know what we call our park staff, that uh, they're trained in dog behavior. They go through a pretty intensive training process. Um, But they go out there and they get to know all the dogs, uh, first name. They get to know the members. Uh, They're really a trusted source. Uh, It helps because if you just go to a regular dog park, you may have one person who has a lot of dog experience and another brand new owner, but they both think they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's likely that one or both of them don't. Uh,
1: Yes. Yeah, as a dog trainer, that's always my biggest deterrent to just like a standard dog park is like it truly is an owner's discretion um, to to kind of uh, judge their dog's behavior. And, you know, I'm sure you know this being in the dog world and Jason, you as well, it's like, we're not always the best judge of character for our dogs. Kind of like our kids. Like we're like, Oh, they're great. But they're like the kid who's letting everything on fire. Um, So, um, so I think that's really cool. So you've got these, you've got dog tenders. It sounds like you're really trying to create the safest, most exclusive and, welcoming experience for all is there ever a time where you have to turn a dog away is that a policy you practice
2: yeah it doesn't happen often and i think the main reason it doesn't happen often is if somebody has a dog and you probably noticed but if you have a dog that you know is uh, so you know not well socialized or does poorly around other dogs this is not the environment you want to bring them to Uh, people are are going to point fingers at you, you know, and, and say, Hey, you need to take care of your dog or you don't know how to train your dog. And uh, so we don't get a lot of the people that have really poorly socialized dogs. So that's kind of, that helps the situation, but yeah, then we have a, you know, a screening process and part of that is just a visual that our, our front, we call them guest ambassadors, but they're the greeters out front and have a really important job of communicating to the park, you know, which dogs are coming in. And yeah, there are times where we have dogs that, you know, are, are showing some abnormal, uh, reaction to other dogs, not, not your typical leash, you know, type of situation hey. But th- that they really want to go after a dog. And when we have that, then no, we, we make a decision. They can't come in. And likewise, we've made decisions uh, not often, but it happens where a dog just doesn't do well in the park. Uh, you know, you have to think of it, dogs, it's kind of like kids on the playground, Like some dogs will do great 300 days a year and then they have one time where they some dog runs into them or they've had a bad day at home. Uh, So, you know, there is some of that where you have to take into account. But uh, dogs who are sort of red line or really worried about or who are showing a pattern, then we will uh, either, you know, not allow them back or refer them to a trainer for professional help.
0: I mean, good for you. Truly. you, I mean, you're talking about it like it's a it's a touchy subject, but I mean, I think most people will feel, will feel uh,
1: the rest of the dog yeah, owners. Like thank everybody's, you. Yeah, everybody's
0: yeah, everybody's going to feel safer knowing that that step is in place, as opposed to like, oh, what if he doesn't like my dog? Because naturally, most of us know that our like think our dogs are going to be great and get along and all that kind of stuff. But um, and I and I think that's what was the part that I loved about this so much was that when you go to a dog park, you're just depending on other people's dog skills Mm -hmm. to manage their own dog here. And how many, do you guys have maybe like 10 people that are out there kind of watching the park more? Yeah.
1: How much staff for the two acres?
0: Uh, It really depends
2: on, you know, what, what the needs are at the Mm -hmm. time. You know, if you're during the week on a Wednesday and you have a lot of people co-working here, but it's not necessarily, you know, really crowded, then, you know, we may have, you know, four or five, uh, but on a day like today, a beautiful Saturday where the weather's broke,
0: uh, we're probably looking at, I think we've got at least 10 out there. Yeah. Um, so you have got, areas. so you have professionals that are watching the dogs and being involved. It's almost like you've got that referee so that you don't get the people saying my dog or your dog or anything like that. And it's, it is such a, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It it took me a little while to let my guard down because yeah. this is how it goes. Sylvia, you say, okay, you look and it's vast. Like, and there's, there's, there's climbing areas and I love there's signs, no kids. And there's big climbing areas just for the dogs that the, the dogs can go and climb on. There's all of these different things. Dave should get into that too. But you sit down and you take your dog off leash and you just have to kind of trust everything's going to be okay. And they come back and they check in. like Max would just come run up, check to make sure that I was still there having a beer and a burger. And then he would just be like, all right, dad, I'm out. Boom. And he'd go off and play again for another 20 minutes and we wouldn't even see him. But once you realized there was a comforting sense, knowing that somebody was always watching all the dogs all the time. And you don't get the, you don't get that at some doggy daycares where the, mm. they just get put in the back while the tenants up front. You definitely don't get that at dog parks where you're just dependent on the other owners to make their own judgment decisions, and they just walk in or walk out regardless of. There's no check in process. So again, like this is.
1: Also, I appreciate that there's an intermediary considering pet owners are imbibing and therefore their judgment might be slightly delayed. Um, you know, I know how Jason gets one too many beers and Oh, just kidding. <laughs> um, but we'll take a break right there and we'll be right back with more Bar K. We're back. So we've got this incredible, like we've got dog professionals. I'm kicking back. I'm roséing all day because I can. Um, because there's someone taking care of my dog for me, basically. Um, keeping an eye, making sure everything's safe. I'm having my like sustainable poke bowl on this patio with my dogs.
0: Live music mean, in the background.
1: There's Okay, so... This is also like an event space. I take it. Like, talk to me about some of the cool events you guys are doing there.
2: Yeah, so you know, we do anything from doggy birthday parties, which are which happen all of the time here. Uh, it's it's amazing. You know, people can come and they've got their own private space and you know, little hats for their dogs, and it's just a, a really fun celebration of the dogs. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't you throw your dog a birthday party? Absolutely. Uh, we've had wedding receptions. We've had an actual wedding here where the couple got married. I'm Amazing. here today. Um, you know, again, people, just any event you can think of, you know, trying to add the dog element, I think is something that people are looking to because they want something that sets apart their, you know, their event. And the other thing, if you're trying to get people to attend something and you realize that, at a minimum, half of the people that are in pretty much any group that you have would be dog owners. You know, right there, you've connected to that that group of people by you know having an event where they could bring their dogs.
1: For sure. I mean, we, my husband and I, uh, in two thousand nineteen, we eloped to Scotland, but we had a reception here in the States for all of our family. And the last of eleven. So I wasn't throwing a wedding for all those people. It just wasn't gonna happen. Um, but we did throw like a very like casual reception in the backyard. And I did have a dog valet because I wanted to invite all of my dog clients, um, because they're very much my family. They've been in my lives for 10 years, some of them. So it was very important to me to be able to include like all of my auxiliary for children. Um and I knew that I would be unavailable that week, which means this was when I was as a pet sitter. So if I was unavailable and my dog owners needed pet sitting for over the holiday weekend, I was like, come on down. You can check your dog into the dog valet. So yeah, I mean, I, as a crazy dog mom, appreciate that you've created this space for people to really have their events that are geared towards their lives and include their dogs as a part of that. You know, here on the Doggish podcast, we focus a lot on that human animal bond and really having our dogs be members of our family. And there's so much of our world, our human world that's not designed to include our dogs. So, I mean, what a special thing, what inspired this, what, what, granule of inspiration sparked one day that you were like, I have to build this behemoth.
2: Yeah. It's, it really came from an organic place and i there's a million people who have had the same thought you know you're in a you get your dog you start bringing them to patios with you and that would happen that's what happened with myself and co-founder lave dodell uh, we we're really good friends and we had a big group of people that got together and then he and i uh, in a sheer coincidence got our dogs on the same weekend we never talked about it, Uh, just got them. And then we started going to restaurants and you'd have the dogs on the leash. And of course, not a great experience for, you know, really any dog who wants to play to be stuck beside you on leash. Uh, I mean, they're probably happy to be there, but they'd rather be running around. And then you discover dog parks. And those are a lot of fun, Uh, hit or miss sometimes. Mm -hmm. And some dog parks better than others. Uh, But we go to those and not a whole lot for the humans to do. And and the other question was, are the dogs really having the best experience that they could have? Um, You know, so I I think it's a better experience than being locked up or just in the, you know, they're getting to socialize. But we thought that could even be elevated. So, yeah, then the idea came up for this and we were, I'd like to say crazy enough to, uh, to run with it and put everything we had. I mean, we both left our careers, uh, lab was, uh, you know, lawyer and then ran insurance, uh, companies and I had done medical sales. I uh, had my own business and we decided that we were just going to put everything into this, believing in exactly what you're talking about, that there's mm-hmm. tremendous power in the dog human bond. Yeah. Uh, and it, I think, I think we've only tapped into the potential of what that can do for people. Uh, we live in a society in a world right now that, you know, people are just really polarized on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and anything we can do that feeds people, something that brings people together um, in dogs, they just have a tremendous power to do that. It's really a a special thing.
0: Jason, you look stunned over there. Are you okay, buddy? (laughs) No, no. I'm just like, I'm um, it's just soaking it all in. And I I love this message and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm um, to be honest, it's, Uh, we, we have a high of 40 degrees here in Reno. And so hearing that it's like 60 and kicking back and, uh, they've got like a Tito's water fountain for the dogs over there. And like, I'm just anxious to come back. Sometimes it's, it's a little ways away. It's further from you, Sylvia, but, um, it's, I just wish there was more of these around the country because it is such a great, great environment and setup. It's very cool. Very, very cool
2: thank you we're we're working hard to try to get these at other locations mm-hmm. uh, you know and that right now we're building in St. Louis uh, so currently under construction there That's amazing and then in uh, Oklahoma City we uh, have plans to start here shortly Uh, to get started there and and just both cities have been so tremendous to to work with Uh, but we'd like to get these out to as many locations as as possible just to provide that experience and a lot of those things that you talk about you know we've got doggy rock climbing wall first of its kind you know we've got a doggy jungle gym splash pool for the dogs Um, you know there's just a lot of unique features uh, that we're going to bring to other markets we've got our own stage uh, it's called the soresto stage so you know soresto the flea and tick collar you know sponsors that with live music in fact they're getting the guys getting ready
0: to start right now so again yeah, it's bringing that you should whole, see it so, so like the, the live band will be playing and the dogs just like jump up on stage it's like they'll be just running around up on stage too like everything's just cool it, it is such a neat vibe and like you want I mean, to just listen to get there, stay all day
1: They say there's like a fine line between genius and insanity. And I think you guys are riding that line uh, between like crazy dog people and just like absolute incredible genius. So, well, Um, I just I think about like I would love to have a space like this in Los Angeles. But man, we can't even get an acre, an acre for a dog park, let alone something like that. So, I mean, how do you foresee expanding into like these really big Um, urban markets where we really need space like this.
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, I'd say that's a very very good question. And it's a challenge because property values are really expensive. We believe that you need to provide the dogs enough space to be able to,
1: 100%. to really
2: have a true experience and not a limited experience where, yeah, I can run for like 10 steps and then I have to mm. stop because there's a wall coming, you know? Um, so if, with that, it's really working with cities that see this as an amenity. You know, we've been able to bring nearly 400,000 people down here to to this location. And this was a part of town that nobody was here before. It was a barren wasteland Mm. and uh, right on the riverfront. So should be a great spot, but wasn't. And I think that's something we can offer to other markets is to say, do you have an area, a development that you want to turn around and bring people back to an area or, or start bringing people to an area? And a lot of these developments, they may have you know, two acres and then two acres of parking that are just in a corner area that they're planning to landscape. And and they think, mm. you know, we're just going to create a little park space for people. Well, those are perfect spots for Barkay. And if we can go into those and somebody say, yeah, this, this would match really well for us and provide an amenity for the people in this area. Um, that's kind of how we have to do it, but you're right. We can't just go in and, and pay, you know, regular land values mm. for space this big where, somebody where we'd be competing with a, a high rise to go in at the same spot. that just, yeah. you can't compete with it. Which
1: is so unfair, you know, cause like I would want, if there was a barquet here in LA, I mean, it'd be nuts. Um, so today's a beautiful Saturday there in, uh, in, in where you are um, 60 degrees. We can see the sun shining. What does a busy day look like for you? How many people do you think will come through people and their dogs might come through bar today?
2: Uh, well, well, you know, it's a little bit of a loaded question, only because we've limited our capacity uh, based upon, you know COVID, COVID, trying to allow people to still have the opportunity to social distance. Now, some of those um, regulations have been lifted to a certain extent, uh, but we still want to be you know responsible. So uh, we strict we're we're down probably half of our capacity um, right now. Wow. But, you know, so pre-COVID times, you know, on certain days we might have a couple thousand people um, come through on a really busy. Wow. Um, you know, I, our average is probably not that. You know, it's probably closer to, you know, under a thousand uh, per day. But it's a lot of people, and the average—that's a lot of dogs. Yeah, it is. Uh, people are coming in; they're staying for a couple hours, and and because of that, I, I think a lot of people think, well, well, yeah, it's it's great; it works, but it only works in downtown areas where people don't have land, you know, have space for their dogs to run, and and that's not what we see. Mm -hmm. About 40, 45% of our members live more than 10 miles away. Wow. And the whole idea is you make a day of it. Come to Mm -hmm. Barkay, stay for a couple hours, really have a good time. You're not just going to let your dog run around for a couple minutes. Um, It's an an
1: experience. It's an enrichment experience.
0: And you get to be around other like-minded people too. Like that was the really cool thing. And we haven't even touched on, like there's a whole other area that's kind of uh, like I'm just seeing it, like you walk out and over to the left and that's like where the, like there was like the adoption area and like, wasn't it like there's the small dogs area over there. Isn't that right? Yep. If yep. I remember
2: 20, 25 pound and under, and yep. then we've got a pet finder park, which we just did an adoption event um, this morning. We do one every Saturday. So
1: amazing. Okay. We have to take another break. I can't believe that we're coming to the end. I, it's, I have so many questions still, but okay. We'll be right back after this short break.
0: welcome back that was a great conversation over break like we just had a like a explosion uh, uh brain moment that we're gonna like we're gonna some alert. really cool stuff like we really might be cool. like we no, might be going teed.
1: live on tour what what yeah <laughs> Togish podcast live series I'm so into it
0: all right so we still but we still have Dave with Barquet here so we can't I jump did. too far after to that uh, so
1: what are some Dave other- at Barquet We're. I'll tell you what because you inspired the live show you can have barcuterie it's serious it's, it's a gift oh okay.
2: yes thank you i, pre- <laughs> I appreciate that um, i also like uh although this probably is a, the first time it's been said but rose all day that's the first time i've heard that so really i'm gonna use that
1: yes please yeah yeah you could have rose Sundays or something mm-hmm. um it's like something that that us basic girls do like oh. rose all day. um no no, no it's it's very um uh, listen i i wouldn't be a millennial if I didn't say things like that, I don't think. Um, okay, so I mean, I'm honestly so.
0: So you've got two new places that are getting ready to open up. Yeah. So you're, you've got one under you're construction, spending. and you're, and you've got the the other one that you're starting to work on. Um, like, what are some other things that have really kind of grown out of this? I mean do you just love your job every single day getting to go there and hang out with? Because that's that's why we got into dog photography. We enjoyed hanging out with dogs more than we enjoyed hanging out with people. Right. So guilty for dog training. So it just seems like such a great place. I mean, it's the food and like I'm I'm going back. I'm saying the same things over and over again because it's just a a geek out place for me. But I really did enjoy being there and everything that you guys are doing for the community.
2: You know, for us, it's, uh, well, that last word you said is exactly where I was going to go. You know, to me, my favorite, I have two things that are kind of my favorites. You know, one of them is the community building and to get to, you know, meet people uh, like you, Jason and Sylvia, and and to get to work with other people and come up with some new ideas on, you know, how we can better the world for, uh, you know, the dog-human bond, and and people's relationship with their dogs. And we've got a lot of conversations going on about different things like that. Uh, So that's a lot of fun. You know, it's just like any other business. I mean, it's, you know, (laughs) uh, opportunity looks a lot like work. Uh, My business partner likes to say that a lot. So we've got a lot of opportunity here. I think we're going to be able to do some incredible things, but it means a lot of work. So, Mm. you know, and sometimes the work isn't like the, the fun part, but, you know, where else can you be working on something really difficult and then go out and have dogs come up and run and jump and lick you in the face and dogs recognize you. I mean, I have dogs yeah. that know me, you know, better than their owners know me. And, and I don't know, that's just a a special feeling to to have that when they come up and, you know, you can tell they're
0: happy to see you. Amazing. That would have been t- something that's tough to miss during all this COVID stuff too, then like, like, cause what would you, would you guys have to go down to as far as capacity? If you're running a thousand people a day, what were you down to in the, in the worst parts?
2: Yeah. And, and by the, you know, a thousand was more on the weekends, you know, they on the week we're slower. So, but, uh, but yeah, we, we went down to zero for two months. Wow. So they had a stay at home order and we had to completely shut it down uh, for two months. And then we reopened and, and people started to come back and uh, our members you know they they were able to spread out that's the one benefit i think with covid is it's shown a lot of people that hey you don't just have to work nine to five and you don't just have to go into the office so we're getting a lot more people that are bringing their computers down here jumping on the wi-fi and getting their work
0: done but yeah, well, the dog's yeah. able to and then to bring their dogs out. and the dogs got a, a better activity life and they're getting more
1: what an amazing benefit you're bringing to your community
2: yeah and that that's, I think the other piece is, you know, just connecting with the community and uh, providing a a space that brings people together. You know, I've seen, and I always say this, it's probably people probably laugh at Barca when they hear this, but I say, I see so many times somebody that I I know both people. I know that one person is on one end of the political and economic Mm -hmm. spectrum, and the other person is on the other political and economic spectrum. And yet they're sitting there talking to each other for, you know, a couple hours or they're happy to see each other and they're regular get together. And, you know, I think that provides a safe space for people to have real conversations and to sort of break down those barriers that we, those walls that we build up. Um, that's what I'm most proud of. And, and I think what we can really build on here at Barquet. So any opportunities mm-hmm. that we can team up with people to do that, I think that's, that's what
0: I'm excited about. One last thing too. The other thing that I was really impressed with your guys' branding is on point. Like all of your guys' swag and merch. I still rock my bar. I should have, I should have wore for today's podcast. My, my bar hat, like Christy still, um, uh, there's one that's like, it's about bringing everybody together. I'm trying to remember what the, what was on. Coexist. Maybe? co-exist. It was the coexist t-shirt. Yeah. Like it's not just a t-shirt with a dog on it or a logo. Like everything has like some impact or an and inspiring, or it's a, just a good quality design. Like really everything's, top-notch like and and that is in my opinion difficult to come by anymore like every there's so many people that are trying to just sell on cheap and fast and and it can come off as kind of insulting to me sometimes where it's like well what about the fact that I actually care about my dogs and my families and how I look when I'm going there and you guys like nail all of it all of it all of it well, thank you. It doesn't feel like that, you know. And of course, you know we,
2: you know that that's actually not true. We did not nail all of it, uh, but it's it's nice that it's So, I really appreciate that. And we we work really hard to think about the experience through others, you know, through our our guests' eyes, our members and our guests and people who come here. And um, I think if you if you try to take that stance, then you're probably going to make better decisions. Uh, but. They're sometimes hard and and sometimes it's, you know, one of the team. Blade's really good at that. I think pushing people to try to be excellent uh, when the easier way is to do something uh, simple.
1: And yeah. I think it's there's a lot to be said, too, about bringing high quality experiences and like this kind of luxury experience to a community level so that it still feels very much like any dog and any person can enjoy it. And it feels really nice, you know? I would everybody. say
0: it's a comfortable, like not even so much luxury as just a comfortable space for for dog parents. And that, again, that's unique, like you've brought up before. Mm. So I think yeah, the only part- the, it,
2: I was just saying, we just, we wanted to make it, you know, reachable for everyone. So, you know, we didn't, uh, the memberships aren't, you know, priced sky high, uh, you know, they're attainable. The day passes are, you know, pretty reasonable. And of course, anybody again- can How much in. is a day pass? Uh, day pass is $10. Wow. Yeah. So you can bring your dog all day. You can, you know, bring your dog and then come back later. Not, you can't leave your dog. <laughs> you know, you could come back later that afternoon, uh, you know, and memberships aren't, you know, they're 225 uh, annual membership. Um, wow. So I, I think what we wanted to do was to ensure that the people that were were coming, there was still a value in it mm-hmm. that We we want to attract people that were more likely to spend money on their dogs, but that doesn't mean that you're, you know, you're wealthy,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, you know, a big portion of the people that come here, uh, probably paycheck to paycheck. And yet they put the value in their relationship with their dogs and that's where they put their money. And so, you know, we wanted to make it attainable for them, but also to be able to attract people that if you just made it free for everybody, for their dogs to come in, then I think you get a lot of people who don't probably value their dog relationship as much.
0: Right. Mm and that's that wow that's that i was talking powerful. about that yeah. that feeling of being understood and around like-minded people like everybody's there not with their dog, one reason but they're there with their family members mm. and that's and that was a, a it's a great filter super cool
1: hmm. all right we have unfortunately come to the end of our show i
0: yeah. know the worst part it is you can't so just go quick. hop out back and grab a beer
1: I don't know. I think the worst part is that we have to listen to Jason's dog. dad. Joke. No, that's the uh, best part. <laughs> all right. So um, if you're not familiar, Jason does close the show in a very special way. Every single podcast episode, we like to do one of Jason's most infamous hashtag dog dad joke. So
0: Jason, the floor. Okay, no, I've got one here. I need to make sure that was um, he's going through all of this paperwork. Yeah, no, I uh, I so Sylvia has told a joke that I don't know about because she kicked me off the show to spend time with Christy. Mm-hmm. If so if this is the joke, you need to stop me.
1: I thought you said you listened to everything. Oh, no, I,
0: didn't, I didn't listen to yours. Oh, okay. Okay. You ready?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What did the hungry Dalmatian say when he ate his dinner?
1: This isn't the one. That's not what he said. This just <laughs> isn't <laughs> okay. proceed. All right.
0: All right. Proceed. What did the hungry Dalmatian say when he ate his dinner? Wow. That hit the spot. Uh,
1: <laughs> that one I liked.
0: There you go. You, David is completely unamused. Uh, you'd, you'd probably want to get rid of the charcuterie board or whatever that word is and start putting dog jokes on the menus instead.
2: Yeah, this is, uh, I, I just, I, you couldn't see me writing down, but t shirt ideas. <laughs> so, yeah. we, well, I the, think we, we have a Dalmatian coming up a Dalmatian meetup coming up in like two weeks. We do one every Sunday for different groups and breeds. And um, it's a lot of fun. We'll usually do like some online trivia um, beforehand, like just some on our social. Yeah. And uh, I might put that in our Dalmatian. There you go. As well. I'll tag you if I do.
1: But- yes, please. All right. Oh, my goodness. Well, David, thank you so much for your time today. Mm-hmm. This was amazing.
2: I really appreciate you having me on and I would love we will to have you back out here. We will, and I think we will we be there. Ideas We need to talk about. Yes,
1: please. Yes,
0: we're on it. Let's do this.
1: All right. Um, bye then. See you then. Just wanted to take a quick minute as per usual to thank our amazing guests, David and Barkay, uh, my co-host Jason for, you know, delivering a dog dad joke that actually made me laugh today. Hey, thanks. And um, also to all of our listeners who continually come back every week and support us. Thank you. We love you. Um, we have some exciting things planned so that we can all get together finally and do stuff with you. And, um, if there's a topic, personality or event that we're not talking about on the dogish podcast, please let us know. Cause we want to, or
0: that you want to hear more of. Yeah. We like, can bring someone back. Yeah. Tell us who you were just like, no, 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 no. You left. us. I
1: need more. Yes, please tell us. And if you're not already, come on guys, hit that subscribe button. It's not hard. Stay up to date on all the latest shows, giveaways, et cetera, that we have cooking for you. Cannot wait to join you all next week, right here on the Doggish podcast. Um, Till then.
0: Bye-bye.